Welcome to the NFT video mini-series presented by StockTwits. I'm one of the hosts for this series, Jacob, and I'm the co-founder of the NFT card game Duo. We are super excited to be partnering with StockTwits to bring you this educational series all about NFTs. So let's jump into the video. Thanks for joining us for another episode of our NFT mini-series with the founder of Duo, Jason. And today we're gonna to be unpacking this idea of NFT gaming and play-to-earn gaming. Actually being able to game as an investment. Uh, what does that look like? What does that mean? Can you give us some background about this thing we call NFT gaming? Well, I think when you dive into NFT gaming, the most important thing to remember is in games that we play today, it's not an investment tool, right? You can't pour money into a game and have this, this earning potential that comes out of it, whether that's a passive investment or an active investment, it's just not really an investment at all. So we always think of it, or at least I do, in this term of, okay, well, I bought this game, I spent 100 hours playing it, therefore I've only spent about 60 cents an hour to, uh, right. to play this game. So I'm just trying to minimize my expenses and justify my playtime. And I know there's a lot of games I've bought that I haven't ended up playing or didn't play as long as I thought I would and then it's like spent money, right? Yeah, and then there's the free to play model which it's never free to play, right? Skins for wins. Uh, and you always find yourself getting hooked or sucked into this marketing model all the time while you're playing your game, which also sucks. Yeah, so how does NFT gaming change that model? Like what's the difference fundamentally with, with these NFTs? And we talked a little bit about the utility value, kind of the functional utility value um, in one of our last videos, but what does that look like from a play to earn perspective in gaming? Yeah, I think, I think a lot of it has to do with changing the actual model of value transfer and value creation within gaming. So traditional games are built by big publishers, big corporations, big game companies that really wanna try and squeeze gamers for everything they're worth because they are providing value for their shareholders, the owners of that game company. Ultimately, the owners of the game that you just purchased. And in the NFT model, with this utility function that we have to create every piece of gameplay being added to value to the, to the players, to the users, it means as you play the game, as you interact with it, you can actually create that value and then transfer that value to new players or even other players. So give me an example of that. What does that look like to kind of capture that value through gameplay? Um, what are some examples of the ways that NFTs can be used in a, in a game? Kind of walk me through that. So if you go back uh, on the Ethereum blockchain, there was actually a game called CryptoKitties. That was one of the first experiments that really tested the Ethereum blockchain like from a technology standpoint in terms of how many transactions we're processing through. But it explored this idea of these two cats that had a cartoonish um, uniqueness about them. So maybe one cat was yellow and it had antlers and another cat just had purple stripes. Well, you could take these two cats and you could breed them together so you could hold them in your wallet for a period of time um, and you would create a new one. Right, And so this was creating a new cat that went out into the ecosystem and that cat could be sold. So if you think about it, let's say you spent $10 on one and $15 on another cat, you're in for 25 bucks 
and then you create another cat and that sells for, even if it sells for $10, it's not too many times before you've paid for your game and maybe you've earned more money than what you started with. But that's just kind of a very small asset or small aspect of this larger game or the gaming model. I mean, there's just so many different use cases, uh, both in gaming and then our, our daily life for this functional these functional NFTs. So how do I transfer that value um, out and, and create value for the players that are within the game? You mentioned creating value for shareholders. How is this different? So you're absolutely right. That's just one game mechanic that's involved uh, with CryptoKitties and they kind of explore that. Um, but think about all the different game mechanics that go into um, playing a game with other people or even just creating a game and distributing it to new players. So how do you bring new players into the ecosystem? So a great example of that would be kind of this second wave of NFT gaming that we're really just seeing explode now. Uh, last year a game was made very popular called Axie Infinity and they introduced not only NFTs but this token model on top of it. So you could play the game and earn gameplay tokens, which you could then sell off, convert to cash, uh, or you could spend those gameplay tokens in-game to continue uh, taking on future actions. So a lot of people would come in, play the game, and swap that time that they had played the game for kind of real-world currency. Hmm. And part of the mechanism within Axie Infinity is you're battling three different critters kind of all at the same time. This is like Pokemon meets uh, Crypto Kitties. Like it's kind of a lot of the same thing. Um, but it's this idea that I can battle my creatures and each creature is unique. It has special abilities and powers and stats. Um, and then I could also breed them to create new ones. And I would sell those to new players. Because if you wanted to play the game, you needed to have a team of three of these critters to, to, to battle. And Axie Infinity uh, had a lot of success in 2020 and 2021. Um, and it was primarily based off of this new token model that they introduced to where there was an entire country in the Philippines that had millions of daily active users that would log on, play the game, earn their money for the day, and then be done. And they could actually earn more in the Philippines doing that than they could uh, doing a normal job. So if we think about like gaming from an investment perspective, um, and we have these assets, I have my my monsters that I can breed, right? And obviously if I buy those monsters first, those can become valuable um, down the road. But you also are mentioning this kind of token model where I'm actually getting paid for my time gaming. Where is that value coming from and how is that being created? Right. Well, and if you think about distributing a game, if you're a game developer, or even if you're one of these big companies, like what is valuable to them? Well, the distribution of the game is incredibly valuable because you get new players coming on, they're spending money into your ecosystem. That's a valuable mechanism. So when you look at these tokenomic designs, it is creating this kind of native token cryptocurrency under the hood that says, we will reward you for your time in game. So when you play the game and when you play the game well, you actually earn more tokens so that you can continue playing and or sell those tokens off to be rewarded for that time in. 
And the reason you're getting that value is because you're continuing to participate in a game, which if the game is designed well, helps grow and expand the game. So it's a little bit like getting paid to stream games or non-professional gaming where you're not competing in tournaments as much as you are playing to increase the exposure of the game. How many people know about it? How many people interact with it? Um, that creates value and that should be re returned value. So in the current model, you're saying there's no way for us as players to recapture any value from the time and energy that we put into a game. But in this model, you buy into the actual community and then as you grow that community or become a part of that community, you're actually building the value right there. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, the whole streaming industry was created because if you're a casual gamer, there wasn't a way to monetize all of the hours that you spent gaming, right? You had to stream it, do all of this extra work, and then hope to get sponsors and be entertaining enough to fit a new category of entertainment. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you could just earn from the gameplay itself, then you wouldn't need to go to all of that extra effort maybe. And this is where I think that we've seen this gamer revolution push back against these big corporations just squeezing users for all of the money that they can because they have to impress shareholders or increase value of the company. And this has been DLCs and microtransactions and all of these little elements that just suck if you're a gamer. Well, I definitely think that this lends itself well to being a good entry point for NFTs, um, especially as we talk about like their mass adoption. This industry, gaming, is so big that a, a disruption of this sort um, would really catapult NFTs to new heights. Um, so where is that going? What does the future of gaming look like with now the ability to tie ownership to digital assets? Well, this is something that we're exploring with Duo as we build out this game. Um, it's a card game where you take kind of these two fill-in-the-blank pieces, right? So there's this prompt, which is, um, for example, the one of, one of my favorites is um, something that gives me incredible gas is blank. And uh, then we created a, a punchline card, uh, which just has, you know, one word or, or maybe a sentence. Uh, that makes that joke funny. And so like, if you're thinking about that, it could be like, oh, well, baked beans give me incredible gas. And uh, playing to the crypto crowd, I, I made a card that said Ethereum, right? So what gives me incredible gas? Ethereum. <laughs> um, and it's just a play on the gas fees that you would spend in the, uh, in the Ethereum ecosystem. But we wanted to take this simple game and say, is there a way to show this utility function over time to say, the more you interact, right? If you're playing a card game, it's a lot of little interactions that can increase the value of your game pieces. And so can we mathematically look at this long-term model and build a sustainable growth curve for NFT gaming? And that's really what we wanted to dive into with Duo. And it's been a ton of fun, laughing all the way along. <laughs> Lots of great prompts, right? Yeah, a lot of great cards. So as we start to wrap this up here, if I'm a new player and I'm interested in investing in NFT gaming, how should I go about that? Where should I find these games? What does that look like? Yeah, I think it's a really good question. We've covered like how and why to get into NFTs in general. Um, I think the most important thing, if you're looking at NFT gaming, it's all about that functional utility. So how often are you able to interact with the game and start playing? 
So with Duo, that's why we were very intentional about building uh, stages of the game. So mm -hmm. building this fulfillment cycle of, you can play Duo today. We've been playing it for over 75 days straight. Um, it's a ton of fun already, but it's not fully developed yet either. And so having this consistent interactivity with a community, I think is paramount to any game that you get in. Waiting for something that is promised to be shipped and promised to be shipped and you're still waiting and you can't really engage. Like that's no fun already in gaming uh, when timelines get delayed. And so I think it would be unwise to try and invest into a game that isn't giving you access to a community already and interacting often early on. I think that's a great uh, point and definitely something to look look for when you're looking at any sort of NFT. Always want to make sure that you're doing your own research into the community and into the project, making sure that um, you know, like, and trust what you're buying with your money. So thank you all for joining us for another video. Stay tuned for more videos in our NFT mini series presented by StockTwits, and we'll see you all in the next video.